The following podcast is by Mr. Jim Taylor, elder law and special needs attorney, helping and protecting those who need long-term care. And welcome everyone to Answers for Elders Radio Network. And as the summer goes on and we're in the, the year 2022 and it's so many things are happening in our world today. And we're very, very fortunate to have our wonderful Jim Kaler, attorney at law, elder law attorney. And um, Jim, I am so glad to have you back. We've missed you. Thank you. Sorry. Been busy. I know you have been. I know you have been. There's a lot of stuff going on with seniors right now. Obviously, um, a lot of move-ins, move-outs, and senior living seems to be like their heavy, you know, busy time of year. Um, a lot of things happening with fiscal years, uh, you know, fiscal years for companies, especially in our um, industry, and certainly working a lot in, you know, just different areas of just families being on vacation and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But there's, and and I'm sure, Jim, you know, as in this time of year, in the summer months, families are getting together and they're seeing that maybe mom or dad need a little bit more help than they, you know, than they anticipated when they're around. So you might be getting a few phone calls these days, I'm sure (laughs) around that. So, well, I'm so glad you're back. And I know that the last time we were together, we talked a lot about um, spend down Medicaid um, how to qualify. That is like a huge um, yeah. uh, scenario. And, you know, I had several people comment on your, you know, I, I think it's one of the most confusing things in the world. But, you know, as you and I spoke after, um, I, I'm very interested. Obviously, there's a lot of seniors that get income the rest of their lives. And I would love an opportunity to kind of visit with you of how that's handled with Medicaid and, um, or, you know, other types of long-term care type situations. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so welcome. Thank you. Thank Glad you. you're back. Hey, that's good to be back. Of course, the last time you and I were together, we were drinking wine. So I know. You came out I, was, I was in Seattle for a special needs conference and we got together. Thank you for entertaining me, by the way. I had a great oh, time. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. We had the best time together. And, you know, getting to know you was really one of the, not that I haven't known you forever, but it was just really, really fun to have you uh, it was. here in my city. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, yeah. It was a good time and, yes. and a great conference. And then yes. I had to go to Phoenix the next week for the elder law conference. Well, there you go. You've just been a busy guy. Yeah. My takeaways are specialties lawyers and elder law attorneys are very friendly and they tend to drink their sorrows away. <laughs> <laughs> and we had plenty of wine. Yes. You and I too. Yeah. I enjoyed bringing you out to the, um, the winery. I enjoyed bringing you out to some of our Seattle staples, like, uh, you know, Duke's uh, and um, Ray's oh, Boathouse and oh, things like that. It was really great. Yeah. Yep. So thank you for coming. Glad to be here. Yeah. Okay. So, so fill me in about this whole income stuff, because here I am going like, I don't know what this all is. And it's so confusing. That's why we need people like you. Well, thank you. Okay. So to revisit some of the definitions mm-hmm. under Medicaid terminology, resources is what you have. Let's say you're the applicant or the spouse. 
resources is what you have at the beginning of, of the month that was held over from last month. So if mm -hmm. on July 31, you've got $100,000 and on August 31, you got $100,000 and that $100,000 is your resources for the purposes of August. Okay. Okay. So your social security arrives in July. That's income because it wasn't there before. It's new this month and it remains income until you get to the end of July. And then whatever you haven't spent from it during July is now a resource in August. Who so if you had $100,000 at the beginning of July and your income yeah. arrives and you you spend most of it, but you have 500 bucks you didn't spend, now your resources in August will be $100,500, okay? That's, so income is what arrives during a month. Got now, it. Whatever part of it's still there after, after the month ends, you roll into the next month, it becomes a resource, but during the month, it stays income. So Social Security uh, retirement benefits are income, Social Security disability benefits are income. You're, you're, no one's ever getting both of those at the same time, by the way. Right. Uh, spouses might, but not one person uh, sure. getting both of those. Uh, pension benefits or pension payments are income. Uh, v VA pension payments, what most people call aid and attendance, are income, but they're handled very differently because really they're for long-term care, just like Medicaid for long-term care is for long-term care. Um, so those are all income. If you have an annuity payment, that's income. Okay. If you have an annuity withdrawal, it's income, but it's not the same every month necessarily. Correct. But if you have an annuity payment, you turn the annuity on and the contract just sends you, you know, $300 every month. 401k with taking money out of your 401k. A withdrawal from a 401k, a withdrawal from an IRA. But Got before it. we get too far into the details of retirement funds, that needs to be a different podcast because with Obamacare, granted, Obamacare is now what? 10 years old, the states are still sorting out what it means in the long-term care world. Wow. Okay. Ohio, for example, and where I practice two years ago, they said, Oh, we, we treat retirement funds uh, this way. And we've always done that. We've always done it. Part was BS. No, mm -hmm. they hadn't always done that. Right. Um, but they switched it, claimed we'd always been doing it. And they opened a can of worms and they got a hold of one worm and all they take for two and a half years until Oh, when did it come out? About May 27th, they finally wrangled most of the rest of the worms and said, this is how we're going to deal with the other retirement fund issues. Okay. So retirement funds, IRAs, 401ks, 43Bs, SEPs, Roths, all those are a whole different issue. Money that comes out is income. So we'll talk about that as income. Okay. But the retirement fund itself is a whole new body of elder law topic. And Got we'll, it. We will get to that in future installments of our podcast. Okay. Got it. Got so, it. So uh, income is what arrives in one month. And once someone is on Medicaid, not the application process, but on Medicaid, then um, the Medicaid rules pretty much say where every dollar that income goes. Um Got it. A certain amount gets to stay with the Medicaid recipient for their what's called a personal needs allowance, at least in Ohio. And I think that's consistent across. Not the very much. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. In Ohio, it's 50 bucks. In Iowa, I understand it's 30. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I think in California, I heard it was 130. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. I think in Washington, it's 60. Yeah. In Washington, it's 60. 
and they're kind of all in that ballpark. Okay. Yeah. California, by the way, has done a big overhaul on resources. They may have tapped income at the same time. I'm not ready to talk about that and won't be for a while. We've got our enough national stuff that, that mm-hmm. we got to deal with. But California did a huge overhaul with Medi-Cal. And I, don't, I have no clue what my colleagues in California are doing mm-hmm. if there's any work for them at all uh, right now in the Medicaid world. Uh, but uh, so m- income that arrives in a month, even if it's inheritance, by the way, your uncle died. The oh, really? Paid out, it's income the month it arrives. Okay. Now, granted, you're probably not going to spend the entire inheritance in one month, yeah. assuming it's not 20 bucks. Okay. Uh, but so a lot of it may turn into resources at the end of the month. And we can talk about what happens with those in another future installment, what to do with money that arrives once you're on Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise money, surprise money. Okay. Um, but this, the stuff that arrives routinely, a systematized withdrawal from an IRA 401k that will call income. We won't have to get into all the retirement fund details as long as we, we stick to systematized, pretty much the same withdrawal all the time. We'll just include that in our income discussion right now. Okay. Uh, so security benefits don't change except when they do a cost of living adjustments, mm-hmm. uh, retirement benefit. I'm sorry. Pension benefits rarely change. Uh, reti- um, employment pension benefits Correct. rarely change. Very few of them have a cost of living adjustment, but a few do. Very few. Um, yeah, my husband gets a very small pension. Yeah. From VA, VA uh, pension is yeah. income. That's the aid and attendance thing. And it does have a cost of living adjustment. VA compensation yeah. benefits. And we have not talked to compensation benefits in detail yet. That's at least two or three podcasts. We'll get to that in the future. Okay. But if you have that coming in from VA compensation, that's VA disability. You got injured while you're in the military. Okay. Um, then those are income. So money that is coming in routinely is income. Let's say you, you still have a rental house for whatever reason, your spouse, mm-hmm. you, you have a spouse, the spouse is able to keep the rental house. The rental income is income for Medicaid purposes. Okay. Got it. It may be the spouse's income. We'll, that's that's a, probably in our second or third installment. We'll talk about spouse and income, okay? But that's the big thing. People all too often, and I see this with my own clients, tell me what they've got in the bank. Oh, I've got Social Security coming in. That's not at the bank yet, okay? That's that. I'm talking about what I that's ask. That's not an asset. Bank. I'm talking about resources, and uh, we'll talk about income second, okay? And just to confuse the world. Okay, because you get, I heard you mention assets. Some member of Congress back in the 1960s when Medicaid was being created along with Medicare decided that income is an asset. So that's right. why you have always heard me talk about the stuff in the bank at, from one it's, month to the next as resources. Resources, got okay? it. Because resources and income together are assets just so bureaucrats don't speak the same language as everyone out in the real world. Thank you. Con- they make it so complicated. Well, that is why I have a job. Uh, <laughs> but yes, they do make it complicated. Bureaucrat speak is gibberish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's there's one, and again, we're not going to get into it, but there's one that just came out in Ohio with this IRA thing that did it in May that's supposed to clarify what they blew up two years ago, okay, where it says you're required to take out the maximum. So as long as you take out your minimum. According to the IRS, that's your maximum. So we have a maximum meeting on e- equaling a minimum right now. That's mm-hmm. bureaucratic gibberish. Okay. Yeah. 
So the asset thing, including resources and income, yes, that's simply more bureaucratic gibberish. So Jim, in our next segment, what are we going to talk about? So in our next segment, we're going to be talking about if you are a single Medicaid applicant, what happens to your income? Wow. And almost every dollar of it is accounted for in the Medicaid rules. And where can you expect that to go? Fabulous. And Jim and I will be right back in the next segment. State of Ohio residents, you have a friend to help you navigate long-term care while protecting your assets. You can reach Jim at www.protectingseniors.com or just email him at J-K-O-E-W-L-E-R hyphen A-F-E. That's J-K-O-E-W-L-E-R AFE at protectingseniors.com. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors from fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick me up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform. 